Hey gang, it's Daphne. And Velma. Welcome back to another episode of Stir the Pot. We're still stirring. We are, for sure. Especially this episode. We are going to come right at you with a uh, edible editorial. We got to get down to business today. Got to right? get down to business today. We typically, well, the last episode we like took the edibles and like did our intro and then waited an hour and started the episode. Mm-hmm. We took the edibles like an hour ago, and now we're trying to start the episode. So, I like option A. We should have done it the first way. Uh, (laughs) We will not do it this way again. (laughs) However, we are doing so. Remember how last time we each did Rice Krispie treats, but it was technically two different brands? We're doing both this time, we're both doing the same brand that I'm doing, but in Apple Jacks. Yes. Right? Yep. And we each took much less. and Much I, less. Much less. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you, if I, if this is how, if this is a fraction of how Velma felt like that last episode, I don't know how you made it through the episode. Me either. Uh, no. I'm like. No idea. Don't know how this is going to actually go. <laughs> We gonna keep stirring. We're gonna keep. We're gonna keep plugging. So, um, so that's our edible editorial this week. Yeah, the mm. Apple Jacks. Stay tuned uh, to the end of this episode for our edible epilogue, where we're gonna tell you a little bit more about how we feel. Yeah. Two hours from now. Oh my god. <laughs> Probably still exactly how I feel right now. Usually they just get more intense, but we'll see if we make it there. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to go on a whim. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But, so anyways, first things first, this is going to be airing um, May 31st. Yep. So first, so first things first, this is airing on the 31st of May. Happy Memorial Day, Miss Daphne. Happy Memorial Day. And almost happy Pride. How's everything been going with you? been going great. We're, we're recording a little bit in advance, so I'm projecting that I'm going to be laying out by my pool every day because I'm like still waiting for it to heat up. So <laughs> by then it'll be hot and I'm so excited. Not hot, but like not freezing. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. That just sounds terrible to me. The pool. Jumping in a freezing pool? Uh, the pool, not so much. The pool sounds wonderful, yeah. but the heat uh yes but you will also be by my pool with me. i know i'll be like <laughs> sitting inside with a little window open going through the screen how's it going out there guys <laughs> no you can just we'll get you a uh big big floaty uniform floaty or something i actually actually no we were together and i bought you oh yeah floaty, remember can I get a pegasus one yes i really want to get a pegasus one i know you really want to get a pegasus Okay. We're not going to talk about why you want to get a Pegasus one. Any But, um, I, one of my buddies uh, that I work with and I went to go see a play, the play that could go wrong. Have you heard of that? Yes, I want to go see it so bad. So I really had no idea what it was about. I just knew it was a play that went wrong. Could go wrong. Like, that's all I knew about it. And it was um, a murder mystery that... They were trying to put on, but, like, the entire set was falling apart and just things just kept happening. And it was so hysterical. I highly recommend it. If you have a chance to go see it, go do it. Um, I don't think it's going to be in town when this even airs, but... It was just a really good time. That's awesome. If you get a chance to go. I know. I really want to go see it. One thing I do want to go over, because of the fact this was a few episodes ago... And I just wanted to touch base on this because I had a couple questions on this. Oh, asked. yeah. Um, there were the names of the people, Euronymous, Varg, and Faust. Mm-hmm. The other ones, like Necro Butcher, I think, <laughs> speak for themselves. But right. people were asking me what these, where these names came from. Yes, I remember. So, first one, Varg. I really like Varg. Just the name Varg. <laughs> I would be friends with that person. Right. And they're, they're not good because they killed somebody. 
Oh, um, oh God, I forgot about so, that. Right, like, even though we like these names, we can't like I them. About that. They're all terrible people. Dang it, right. Um, even Euronymous took pictures of his friend. What about ne- Necrobutcher? He didn't do anything wrong. He wasn't even around for that. You're right, but have you, have you seen him? He's just a little man. <laughs> You're right. He's just doing his we thing. Can, <laughs> He's we just, can stand. We can stand Necrobutcher. <laughs> Maybe that's weird. Tell me about these two names. So, Varg oh, yeah. means wolf. Um, oh, spe- awesome. Yeah, specifically chasing the sun or the moon. So it could be like a werewolf style. Oh, but duality. Even like a, yeah. So I thought that was interesting. That's awesome. I, I love the name Gosh. Varg. That's awesome. Uh, Faust was the other one. Yep. He was somebody that had made a pact with the devil. He exchanged <gasps> his soul for an unlimited amount of knowledge. Wowza. Wowza. That's uh, a good one. Faust. Yeah. See, if we were to, like, solidify our own black metal names, we would need to do, obviously, some substantial research. Because, oh, like, yeah. look how much goes into those guys' names. I know. I We have to do better than that. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought all of these were just letters that were put together to sound <laughs> morbid. Right. Like, dead. Um, okay, so what Dead, else? by the way, means uh, dead, right, deceased. Right. Euronymous. Right. Um, which I really like the name. I know, this I one I love. It's actually a demon in Greek mythology, which there's a couple different options. One, it was a demon that was like a, an assistant to Hades, where he would eat the skin and leave the bones. <laughs> That's one. The other one is he would possess <laughs> the dead bodies of people and use them to uh, do his biddings. Wow. So, I guess... They had even more thought put into this, which makes me feel real weird. Anyways, so that is the definitions of their names and where they originated from. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so... So much thought was put into that. Weird. I don't want to be team mayhem, but... (laughs) But that's pretty cool. This is such a weird story. Today, since we're doing the edibles, we do halvesies, so that way we don't have to keep our focus as long. So we're going to go ahead and start with, uh, what are you doing today, Miss Miss Daphne? I am going to tell you about this creature of lore um, from the Philippines. Okay. And it, for some reason, absolutely terrifies me. Um, oh, tell me more. <laughs> I want to be scared. I don't know if it's going to scare you because it is your, as soon as I tell you what it's called, you're going to laugh in my face. <laughs> not at all. It absolutely terrifies me for some reason. It's like a shapeshifter. Um, I'm not going to get into it too much because I'll tell you more about it. want to tell you about it. Um, but it is the Aswang. What? The Aswang. <laughs> The Aswang? That is what it is called. That is what... It is like a notorious... Like, the boogeyman in the Philippines. (laughs) So wipe that grin off your face. So I feel like I do a very good job 90% of the time of not throwing in my inappropriate humor here. (laughs) However, I wasn't the one that chose... The name Aswang. I know. And so I'm so sorry if I get the giggles this episode. Um, <laughs> it's not my fault. To fight me. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there as my <laughs> overall. I'm also already edible high. So I can't help anything that comes out of my mouth. Oh, This man. is a you decision. <laughs> I know. You're absolutely I apologize. <laughs> For nothing. <laughs> Go ahead, Aswang. Oh, man. <laughs> tell me about the Aswang. Well, do you do you want to tell me a little bit about what you're doing? Or do you maybe want to go first? Or Yeah, actually, let me go first. Because yours is supposed to be a little bit more horrifying. Mine's <laughs> just weird. It's not really haunted. It's not really... It's not really haunted. It's not really... 
a crime. It's not anything like that. It's just a very <laughs> strange situation. Oh my gosh. It's, That's awesome. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. This guy was a very eccentric. That's a good word. He was a very eccentric gentleman. Okay. So his name was uh, Robert Henry Allerton. And he had the Allerton Hotel in Chicago, which is still there. Okay. Um, which is a very big, big hotel in Chicago. Big, expensive, okay. very ritzy. Nice. toity Yeah. Okay. Um, he also had Allerton Park and Recreation Center, which is down by Illinois, University of Illinois. Okay. Which is down by, in like Southern Illinois. Okay. It was originally built in the 19, in 1900, exactly. Um, He ended up donating it to the University of Illinois in, like, 1946, I think. Okay. The entire plot of land that he lived on was about 12,000 acres. Oh, dang. So, that is a very large property. I've been there several times. Me and my dad used to go down there when I was a kid. And we would go hunting for gnomes. <gasps> because I was obsessed with mythical creatures when I was a kid. Oh my god! And he would take me, like, around winter. And so we could see if we can find their little footsteps oh in the snow. Oh my gosh. So this place, to me, is just, like, so magical. I, I, that is the most magical thing I've ever heard. I'm not talking about, like, the garden gnomes, though. Like, I love... My dad used to have this book, and I think I, he gave it to me. And I'm going to bring it over next time so you can see it. Okay. Um, but it's this... Like, gnome book, and it talks about gnomes as if they were, like, completely real. And it talks about like, the different that. kinds of gnomes, um, commonly confused with goblins. And it was, like, a thick book. Oh, my gosh. Um, and it was, like, my favorite book growing up, and I just loved it. But we would go here, like, around Christmas every year, mm-hmm. and I would, like, flip through the book. We'd go there. It was one of my greatest memories. Um, but it was ha- had a bunch of hidden gardens in this place where you could just... Hike around, beautiful flowers that bloomed in the spring. Um, I will post a bunch of pictures because this is a amazing place. They had a hidden garden, secret garden. Forgot mm-hmm. what was it called? Hold on, <laughs> I already forgot the lost garden. Okay, um, and that was hidden, like. On this 12,000 acres, he most of it was forest and trees and creeks and rivers, and it was very beautiful. You mm-hmm. can go there and hike to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually recommend going in fall because then it's... The lakes sometimes get a little bit over-flooded. I try to go every other year. It's super cute. Let me get back to what this is <laughs> weird about. Not only did it have hidden gardens throughout these forests, you would be walking through the forest, not even on a trail, and you would come across a 15 to 30 foot tall statue of the last centaur. <gasps> and it would be in the middle of this foresty <sighs> area, and it's this, and it was built in the in 1900. Yeah. So these are very old pieces. Oh my god. The last centaur um, is a very beautiful piece that's supposed to symbolize the death of paganism. Mm. And it's actually Chiron, C-H-I-R-O-N. Yeah. Which is um, the musician that died for, Prome- died for Prometheus. Do you know that's guy. right? Okay. Yeah. Um, the sculpture is actually made from his replica, like the face. Right. And it's literally like a dying centaur and it's like i think it's 20 to 25 feet tall oh my like huge gosh. and it's just in the middle of nowhere there's no like um paths leading up to it there's no walkways just in the middle you of the forest stumble upon it. yep just have to stumble upon it whoa they have maps now for you to be able to find it right but when they originally got it donated when he had passed away yeah they had nothing so they still find things all the time oh on this gosh. property. They found um, cemeteries, um, little pots, spots of like buried people wow. that were from before he lived there. Okay. Um, there were our... So just to kind of go back, his name was Robert Henry Allerton. Um, he loved sculptures and loved art and also was kind of reclusive. Okay. There are many buildings on this property that are just 
stunning and gorgeous. Yeah. I have never been inside. Every time I go, it's, like, on their off-season, so they're not doing okay. tours, of okay. course. Um, but on the outside, not only do they have, like, the random things in the forest, just to go over a couple more of them, they have the House of the Golden Buddhas, which is this walkway where you go up and there's just a golden Buddha that's like probably the size of two people. Oh my God. They have the Avenue of Chinese Musicians, which are on both sides, like as you're walking down this like trail that leads you to this, well, okay, as you're walking down this trail on both sides, there are little, they're about probably the size of, um, I'm trying to think. Three feet? Oh my How big gosh. Is this? Like from, from the floor to where your hand no, is? No. Like right about here. Um, yeah. Three, three feet. feet. Three feet? Three okay. Feet. And they're on like pedestals all the way down, <gasps> each one playing a different instrument. <laughs> and um, each one is like very intricately, intricately carved. And there's like, each one is playing a different instrument. And there's like 12 of them on each side. And it leads you up to this, um, they call it the, uh, Lowered Garden. Okay. Is that what they called it? Yep. Yep, okay, the Lowered Garden, um, which is also designed to be a pitch, like a game. And I know we were talking about this earlier. Oh my gosh. Which was the game that was played in... El Dorado. Thank you, the Road to El Dorado. El Dorado. Yeah, and it was called... Ulama, yep. U-L-A-M-A, mm-hmm. um, which I want to go over that later because I thought it was a mythical game, but it was one that was played during Aztec times, and I didn't know that. It's still played in Mexico. Yeah, I didn't know that, Yeah, and that's very interesting. Um, there was also a food dog garden <gasps> with a bunch of different food dogs. I also oh have a beautiful food dog tattoo, hashtag electric lady lounge. I think we're going to talk about that every episode, too, Um, because of this place, because this is such a fond memory. All of this stuff is from, like, the 1900s. They also have this huge sundial, and the sundial is probably, like, twice the size of your house, height-wise. What? And it is... What? Yeah, twice the size of your house, so I don't know how tall that would be. And it is Apollo. Oh, my gosh. And it literally, like... The entire area of the sundial is probably twice your acreage. Am I just really am I just really high or is that absolutely insane? That's absolutely insanely huge, but I don't know how to relay that to them, so I need your help to relay that. How tall is your house? Um I I So I probably say I feel this, like my house is pretty tall. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna say it's I'm a little bit taller than normal houses. I'm trying to think. So I'd but, probably say I would say this thing is at least four stories tall. That's crazy. Huge. Absolutely huge. And it's Apollo, so if you go up to it, you are only able to sit on, like, its foot. So it's, it's <gasps> like, it's huge. And it's a sundial, so, like, it shows the time as well because it's, yeah. like, a huge yeah. sundial. Under- Wait a minute. What is this called? I have to look this up right now. What, the place? Uh, yeah. Allerton Park. A-L-L-E-R-T-O-N Park. P-A-R-K. And they don't, like, really talk about, like, how weird this is on their website. They just, like, oh, this is just the place. (laughs) Like, this is just normal. And underneath Apollo's foot is a tortoise. I forgot to write down what that means. (laughs) What what means? Oh, why there was a tortoise under his. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Are you looking at the place now, Miss Daphne? Yeah. Make make sure you, like, go to the different places because, like, it only shows, like, the oh house gosh. when you look it up. But there's also, when you enter the house, instead of having, like, lions laying to the entrance of the house, like, it's sculptures, he has sphinxes. <laughs> nice. That are a, nice. a women with a, a women's chest bear. Oh, dope. Um... He also has sea maidens laying by his creeks and his pool areas. Mm-hmm. I see one just here. Yeah. Uh, beautiful sea maidens. He also has, like I said, these hidden gardens that are like mazes to get into that are um, 
This is crazy. Yeah, look at the beautiful pictures of the gardens too. Because oh, just here's is... the Sphinx. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome, awesome. We have to go here sometime because it's really yeah, only an hour 100%. and a half away. But like I, I said, this is just a weird place. Yeah, I just a really quick anecdote. So mm. I spent my high school years in Rome, in yeah. Italy, and there was stuff like this like sprinkled around. Um, no way, that's so cool. And it was also like insane stuff like this. Like there's a park in the middle of Rome. It's called uh, Borghese. And it's like a big heart shaped park. But anyway, there's that's big so statues cool. randomly throughout it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah. That's just, so cool. I have experienced I similar things to this, and it's, like, astounding to be yeah. wandering around and be like, whoa, where did this, like, And when, like, you're a little thing kid, when you're gnome hunting with your dad. Right. my dad was so good about, like, letting me believe in, like, whatever I wanted to believe in. Yeah. And so, like, I would be a young kid, and around Christmas we'd go, and we'd look for, like, like I said, the little gnome prints in the snow, mm -hmm. and it would be so cool, because then we would look up, and we'd see these weird other things that are here, and you'd be like, this means so that they're going to be around magical. here, they're going to be around the <laughs> last centaur, that's oh when we're getting gosh. close, and it's like, oh my god, this is so cool. Yeah. But that's between, so I'll post a bunch of pictures, and I'll, I have a bunch of pictures that I've taken, <gasps> um, but maybe even sometime me and you can go down there together as a day trip. Totally. I think it'd be really fun, because even around there, there's a bunch of other things to do. Nice. And Absolutely. The gardens themselves are, I didn't even talk about them, because they have Beautiful gardens that have statues in the middle of them that are like mazes. People get married here. People. I did see a wedding picture, oh, it's yeah. so cool. They that's have like awesome. in the middle of the forest, they'll have like a hidden garden that's all barricaded around with um, sky high vines that took forever to grow. Nice. That is so cool. So. You don't see stuff like that. So this Very is something often. that, like I said, it's not really paranormal. It's not really... It's just magical. It's just really magical and yeah. it's just really cool. And, like, when you go there, it's even, like, surrounded. Like, when you enter the property, there's trees that are all in it. So, like, you have to... All in it. All around the entrance. So it's like mm, you're going mm -hmm. through a tunnel of trees. Mm -hmm. And it's just a, such a magical place. Yeah. And I don't know why this is not something that's really historical. Right. Because... It's a really cool thing, and I right. think if anybody's got a chance to go, absolutely do it. I think they even rent out, like, cabins there uh, wow. to stay in, but it's just really cool. Um, I try to, like I said, I try to go every once in a while, yeah. um, but it's definitely a hike, and it's definitely outdoorsy, <laughs> yeah. which is, like, the coolest part, because, yeah. like, you've got to really hike to see this stuff. Right. It takes a lot of energy, <laughs> so... That's awesome. But yeah, so that's a Allerton wow. Park. Oh, so. I'm excited to go. Where and that's A L L E R T O N. Allerton. Allerton Park, because I don't know why I was spelling it wrong. <laughs> what did you so, spell it wrong? I'm spelling it with one L the entire oh. time I was looking it up. I'm like, what? But I also just realized I was spelling Euronymous wrong, and every time <laughs> that I wrote it down, I wrote it down in a different way. That's so, hilarious. I do that all the time. Spelling is not my strong suit. <laughs> so, now that I've gone over Allerton, we're going to go to... We are going to the Philippines. Okay. And this is a monster that scares the daylights out of me. I know I said that before, even though he's got such a silly name, the Aswang. I'm trying real hard. <laughs> I'm doing my absolute best. Um, it is a vampire type creature. It is also known to be a shapeshifter. Depending on what region you're in, it can look like different things. Um, what does it shape into? So it has three forms. A triangle, a square, and a circle. <laughs> the father, the son, the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Shapes, get it? Oh. <laughs> Actual shapes. I just went straight blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, um, go ahead. Uh, no, so sometimes it can look like a large dog. Sometimes it is a man-sized bird, which is my least favorite. And sometimes it can be seen as a Siamese cat. 
those are its predator forms. There's also a ghoul form, which like nobody really knows about. And then it has another form, uh, which it typically takes, which is that of a beautiful woman. And uh, just to back it up a little bit, this is like the most feared creature in Filipino lore, apparently. Maybe I'm wrong. Correct me if I am, but that's what all my sources said. Okay, this is crazy. Okay, <laughs> so it's cool. like it's a big, scary boogeyman. Uh, boogie woman. Boogie creature. Boogie Wong. <laughs> yeah. Boogie Woogie. <laughs> Boogie Woogie Beetle Boy from Company B. <laughs> That's a really old song. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you might be wondering how to detect if a person is an asswong. If you're walking around. <laughs> I know quite a few asswongs. <laughs> Um, if, you know, it would, it would be a a beautiful woman and she would have long, dark hair. It would be kind of over her eyes because her eyes are going to be bloodshot. But then if you look her in the eyes, your reflection will be upside down in her eyes, which is absolutely terrifying to think about. That's crazy. (laughs) Super scary. Okay. Um, another way that uh, is known to detect them is there's a special oil that you can get made by, I believe it's an al, albulago, is how you say it, I'm probably wrong, but that is a Filipino witch doctor. When an aswang is near, the oil begins to boil. That's okay. how you know a person is an aswang. So I know I said this guy was a vampire, but I'm sure you must be wondering how... Does how does it vampire? How does it suck the blood? Right? Well, how does it suck the blood? I would say that it prefers the nether regions, like the ass where the wong. Oh I was like, where is she going? That? South. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying. So that was hard. a good one. Okay. Those are good ones. You would think that, you know, he would... I don't know why I keep saying he... It, it would suck your blood via the normal way, which is, like, mouth to neck or, you know, teeth to skin or whatever. No, it's actually much more horrifying than that. Please tell me. The Aswang has, like, a long hummingbird tongue that it uses to slurp out... <laughs> Slurp out your insides. I cannot eat. (laughs) The blood-sucking asswong has a tongue that will slurp out your insides. From which end? Uh, It's not clear. Okay, just not clear. Could be your ear. Maybe your nose. Typically, it only is there to suck your blood. Um, but I have seen variations of the legend where, like, it eats your liver <laughs> or where it eats your insides. But, yeah. Further horrifying information about this thing is it will usually take the warm... You know, I said it will take the form of a beautiful woman. I've said that a couple times. Mm-hmm. It'll do that so it can find a husband. Mm-hmm. And basically set up shop into this village. Like, integrate into this village. And sometimes it'll slowly drain the husband into a husk. Sometimes it'll just use that home as, like, its home base, and then it'll go out and hit other people, and nobody, you know, they're none the wiser. And then the Liza, after being sucked by a vampire with right. a huge tongue. Long blah, blah, blah. straw tongue. As it's, you know, beginning to drain the village that it just set up shop in, it typically will go after, well, the, the lore is that it goes after pregnant women first. Ooh, okay, gross. Which is super creepy and heebie-jeebie inflicting. And it was often, uh, you know, if you, like, miscarried or if you had a stillbirth, it would be because the Aswang drained the life. That's terrifying. Yeah, so, like, really sad and... Terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Terrifying. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. 
Um, so would it go uh, to these women in the form of the woman or in the other forms? So I was just about to get there. So thanks oh, good. Okay. Segue. Hey, <laughs> there we go. It's like I did it on purpose. I, well, it's funny, though, because you didn't do it I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> but I was going to say that I did to give myself credit. Well, the fact that That's you didn't, cheating. I think, is even more credit because yes, you're right. you just knew. I'm just a natural. Right. I'm a natural <laughs> impuava. So, when it's in its hunting form, which is either, or the predatory form, I think I said earlier, whichever one, which is either the dog, the man-sized bird, the Siamese cat... Those are some of the variations. Those are like the most popular variations. Mm. Um, I've heard the man-sized bird thing the most. Okay. And it's characterized by a sound. Do that close to the... So it would be... And that's the sound of it like salivating and like the saliva dripping off of its long skinny tongue. What in the actual... Which is so gross. <laughs> you see why I, I'm like, I have a strong aversion <sighs> to this being. Uh, and the thing is, the louder that noise is, the farther away it is. The quieter the tick, tick, tick is, the closer the aswang is to you. So, yikes. <laughs> what? Yikes, yikes, yikes. Oh my god, this um. is just... so real quick, I'm gonna go off on a quick tangent. Yeah. There was this movie. I, this is like this is not a quick tangent, but we're gonna go with it. <laughs> there was this movie that I saw when I was a kid, and for the life of me I could not remember the name of it. My mom had turned it on and just kinda left me there to watch it. And I come to find out now, I finally figured out the name like within the last two years. And keep in mind this was like almost 30 years ago that this had happened. Okay, and okay. I just found the name out of this. Okay. And it's called The Nutcracker Fantasy. Oh my god. And... <laughs> yeah, is this that you, you showed me this the other day, didn't you? Horrifying. <laughs> yeah. It is a puppet dubbed from, I believe it was from Japan, Nutcracker yeah. version. Yes. Where instead of... Uncle Drosselmeyer being, like, a good guy, the kids get sucked into the clock and turned into rats, <laughs> and then he eats the rats, oh which are the kids. And it was That's terrifying. Fever dream. Oh, God. And, like, I kept talking about it for years, and people were like, what I have no idea what you're talking about. about. So I just found it. So in case anybody's listening to this, it's called The Nutcracker Fantasy, but I'm getting to this. Because in it, because it was the clock, whenever she was like kind of tripping and trying to figure out what was going on, it would hear the tick, 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 yeah. So all of this comes back to the ticking. Terrifying. That's a very ominous noise. Yes. Even from something called the Aswan. Another ominous noise that I hate the idea of, and I can't remember which movie this is from. I think it's actually from Insidious, where. It's just a single clap. Or is it The Conjuring? That's The Conjuring. Okay, The Conjuring. Uh Which (laughs) I saw, I think, the second Conjuring in theaters in college. But I brought in with me a fruit juice bottle that was half fruit juice, half vodka. Oh, shit. And I got absolutely hammered, (laughs) like, within ten minutes of the movie. Oh, damn. So I was like... Because my friends are like, let's go see this scary movie. I'm like, I need to be drunk. And they're like, just get drunk in the movie. Yeah. I was like, okay. And so was it just that no terrifying? Oh, you no don't idea. remember? No. Okay. I drank the whole thing. Oh, okay. So you <laughs> quickly didn't even care if nope. it was scary. Okay. <laughs> Good. It was, it was scary. I like the Conjuring series. Big fan. The clapping. One of them I've seen mm-hmm. sober. But the clapping stuck with me. Yeah. I think I would die immediately if I was home alone and just heard a single clap. I'm pretty sure I would have a heart attack and cease to exist. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, (laughs) I think mine was most recent sounds. Like, there's other older sounds that kind of creep me out. The very beginning of Insidious and the soundtrack, when they just play all those sharp and flat notes all (gasps) together at the same time. Yeah, I don't know why. And it's not even, like, a good noise. No. It's, like, just, like, a... But it just 
a perfect amount of like, oh god, uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. it's like I just hate this. Yeah, yeah. I will no that one. <laughs> but my alarm every morning is the Twilight Zone, so I wake up every morning, uh, thinking that I'm in the Twilight Zone. It's terrifying. I love. It. I love it. <laughs> Makes me feel alive. <laughs> Makes me feel alive. I disassociate too much for that. So <laughs> no thanks. Bum, 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 bum. Is it? Mm-hmm. There's. That's the other one. Um, oh, is there more than one? Well, that's like the intro. The other one that oh. is like uh, at the very beginning. Oh, yeah, boop, 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 boop. I would play them on the podcast, but unfortunately, I think copyright is a problem. We're still yeah, figuring I'm that sure. out at this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it makes that scary noise. That's you know, the farther away they are, the louder it is. The closer they are, the quieter the noise. The quieter the noise is, and typically. They will, that's really terrifying, you doing that. Sorry. <laughs> Normally they will, it's like characterized mm-hmm. that they would land on the roof of your house um, at night and come to you. But okay. they also like live really deep in the jungle. Mm-hmm. So there was one uh, uh, account of an Aswang encounter that I heard mm-hmm. on some podcast. I really can't remember. Sorry about that. But... It was these kids, they were out in the woods in the Philippines. It was this, like, little retreat that they were at. Mm-hmm. Um, or, I guess, a little resort that they were at. There's like, a couple little bungalows in the woods type of thing. And there was, like, a care supposed to be a caretaker on grounds at all times, yada, yada. But they were there, and it started raining like crazy. And it was also, like, really hard to get mm-hmm. to. So they finally get there. It's raining like crazy. They have kind of a wild night. And they wake up. One of them wakes up to the ticking and the door banging open and it's blink, 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 blink. I, I wish, what's the blink, blink? Meaning like, you know, when you're scared and you're in a movie theater and your eyes are like big and you're like, blink, <laughs> yeah, blink, pretty blink, much. blink, blink. I wish, I Is wish I could. old? <laughs> I feel like that used to be a thing, like blink, 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 blink. I know what you mean. Now that you Okay, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I wish I could remember the whole thing because it's like absolutely terrifying. Terrifying. Um, yeah. But yeah, so. Oh, and then in that story, it ended up landing on the roof and like eating all the kids. <laughs> so now, where does the story of the Aswang come from? Well, I'm going to get to that in just oh, I'm sorry. a second. It's okay. One thing, really quick, I'm going to tell you how you become one and then how to like protect yourself from one. So, wait, this is something that you be. You can become an Aswang. Yes. You're not born an Aswang. I think, I'm sure at some point there was, like, the original, because it's also, it's kind of, like, demon-y supposed to be, so I'm sure there are original Aswangs, but they can also turn you, it can, like, transfer its magic to you. Okay. Transfer its, like, evilness to you. Okay. And uh, the horrifying way that that is accomplished is the Aswang will hold its mouth close to yours for an extended period of time. <laughs> and, like, breathe into you? I guess. I don't know. But that just makes me want to vomit everywhere. Okay. So let's talk about how to protect yourself. From Is that the, the only way one. that you... That's the only thing that I read. Okay. So. And so then if you become that, then you're a normal person. But then at night you become one of those creatures? Or? Well, you're never a normal person. So afterwards, um, after you become one, what happens? You become the woman you become with the long... The, yeah, so you you just become that kind of shapeshifter. Maybe that's why it scares me so bad is because it's a shapeshifter myth. Because the other myth that scares mm. me really bad is the flesh flesh pedestrian. Yeah. Okay. Shindig. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you're so no longer can they human. live in a human form? Yes. But the only human form is the woman. I mean... I think that's where I'm confused. I get they probably could do okay. something else, but they they're known to be like a long haired okay long, like dark long haired beautiful long woman. dark haired beautiful woman okay perfect <laughs> okay I got it now I'm up to snuff okay I'm, uh, I'm already there sweet okay so how to protect yourself mm-hmm. from them there's like a couple little things that you can do mm-hmm. these are like the most popular ones okay. uh, and the first one is to have a stingray tail that wards off. The Aswang. Okay, when you said that, I just want to let you know the level of stony baloney that I am. When you said have a stingray tail, I thought you meant like 
you actually have one. You have to grow a stingray tail. You have to grow one or get one (laughs) implanted. Ew. (laughs) And I was just like, wow, that's extensive. I wouldn't want to do that. But I guess you just meant one like a rabbit's foot. Right. Okay. Correct. All right. Rabbit's foot level. The ladder. Okay. Rabbit's foot level. Yes. Tails. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. You don't have to grow one. Just a, a, a just a, just a. <sighs> that just became a lot just more intense. Just somebody else's tail. Okay, somebody else's tail that you keep with you, not right. your own. Okay, uh, just a stingray <laughs> tail. Great. And you know what's really weird is I just realized in oh. my head for like the whole time I've been saying this, I've been picturing a horseshoe crab, but it no. And I, and I love stingrays. Stingrays yeah. are some of my favorite. <laughs> you were thinking of a horseshoe But I was, for some reason, picturing a horseshoe crab. Horseshoe crabs are also dope. Yeah. As heck. I love horseshoe crabs. Yeah. Terrifying. I, yes, they're very terrifying. Yeah. I don't like crustaceans very much. They kind of creep me out. I feel like horseshoe crabs aren't even crustaceans. But although when they're flipped upside down on their back and all their little legs are freaking out, that's not a good thing. So yeah, I guess I get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. when they're when they're when their legs down, yeah. I'm on board. Okay. You know what I mean? Interesting. Would you ever have like hermit crabs? I did have hermit crabs. Yeah, I heard and they were really smelly. You, they are very smelly. You okay. can you can kind of fight that. Okay. But it's so funny that you brought that up because like three days ago. <laughs> That's why I I'm up. high <laughs> as hell. I was high as hell three days ago, and I am still now. I was up like, I was having a conversation. <laughs> That's why I brought it up. Yeah, so that way, like you could talk about your little hermit like, crabs. No fucking way, we're talking about hermit crabs again. <laughs> this is this a sign? Should I get hermit crabs? <laughs> Don't get crabs. No, thank you. Okay. I have to tell you. Okay, I worked at a park. I don't even want to say what kind of park because people will relate it. And there was a suit, like a mascot suit. Oh my gosh. And I was in the department that was supposed to wear it, uh-huh. like in relations and whatever. And I was just about the right height for it, okay? And somehow, of course, not for myself, the thing got crabs. What? Like human level crabs. That is like... Oh. I had horrifying and granted it was several years before I even worked there. So that's why I know it wasn't me. I refuse to wear it. Absolutely not. And they're like, well, we've had it cleaned. I'm like, I don't care. We've had it cleaned. Yeah. You should have burned it. Yeah. You should have gotten a new one. That's hilarious. So sorry to talk about crabs. (laughs) Don't get crabs. Oh, cause we were talking about horseshoe crabs. I'm like, how did we get here? (laughs) So Back to the ass. How did we get here? How did we get Oh, yeah, because you, you have to have a stingray tail to yeah, ward them off. What else do you need to do to protect yourself from an ass long? So you can also use salt, garlic, or ginger. Okay, typical. T- uh, typical. You, I mean, that's what you use to, <laughs> for well, vampires, those, you know. Right, yeah. Those are is, also, like, the most important, uh, like, spices in Filipino cuisine, which is pretty interesting. The ginger, because you don't normally see ginger. Yeah, you're right. There's also kind of the typical, like, holy water and crucifix, like, at okay. a window. Um, and then there are amulets that ward against the Aswang. I don't know if these are just kind of general amulets or if they are specifically for the Aswang. But they are called, uh, I believe, Agamat. Agimat. I kind of am curious to see what these look like. Can you pull it up for me? Pull up the... Agumat? Well, like, what yes. the amulet looks like? Let me see about that. Because now I'm curious. And you place that in your window to ward them off? No, these are just amulets. Okay. And do you wear them all the time, or is there a specific time of year that these guys are potent? All the time. Okay. Little bit of everything all of the time. Little bit of aswangs all of the time. Oh, cute. I want to see how cute the aswang amulet is. <laughs> I think there are these little silver, they're like little oh. um, coins almost. Yeah, I'll post a picture. On our Instagram, which is at stirthepot underscore pod. There you go. See, look at me. I'm slipping it in. Wow. Sorry. Oh, they're super pretty. Oh, I really like those. Yeah. They're very Sweet. stunning. Yeah, we'll of those. Yeah, so those are the ways that you can protect yourself okay. from this bad boy. Do they go after a specific kind of person? Nope. Okay. 
Anybody's fair game. Anybody's fair game. I mean, to you know. Now, where do they come from again? Oh, yes. Let's see. I know you said that they are from the Philippines. Yes, they're from the like, Philippines. Yeah, where did they, what's the deal with them? Where's the first time they went... When was the first time there was an Aswang sighted in right. society? So, I don't have that exact information, but where it is thought that they originated from is uh, in the 13th century, there were migrants that came from Malaysia. So, basically, it's theorized that these Malay migrants brought over the idea of uh, the kind of blood sucking creature because the melee had this creature that was known as a let's see penangal i believe penangal um and it was a beautiful woman young or old uh typically it would have been a midwife that made a deal with a demon a cougar a co- <laughs> potentially because it would be a good looking older woman oh, correct that's true they could be known as that, Puma. but it would be a, a it would would be a midwife that had made a deal with a demon for supernatural powers, and her end of the bargain was that she could not eat meat for forty days, but she did eat meat, so now the demon curses her and she becomes the pen penangal. And she's cursed to, like, suck blood out of people. She just becomes this blood-sucking demon. Do you remember, just the other day, we were talking about a vampire, the Rougarou, that did something for 40 days? No, it wasn't anything for 40 days. 40 days is just, you're just having religious connections because Jesus was in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. We thought that there was connections with, like, how long Lent was. Okay, right. You're right. But it was, like, three weeks or six weeks or something like that. Way longer. Okay. (laughs) Oh. Never mind. Wasn't, um, well, Noah was in the, remember it said it rained for 40 days and 40 nights with Noah? You Mm -hmm. you didn't read the Bible, did you? (laughs) No, I'm just really stoned. The Ark of what? (laughs) The Ark. The Ark of the Covenant? No. Well then, Noah and the the flood, the great the great flood, yeah, the ark. I'm talking about the Rougarou. I know. <laughs> I'm just making I'm just making connections to the forty days. Okay. Shtick. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I was thinking because I was like something because they were both vampires. That's what I was right, thinking. Right, 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 right. Not religious right. related, vampire related. Right, but I think you were connecting the religious side rather than the vampireness. Okay. Because there were, because the Rougarou had the thing to do with the Lent. Mm-hmm. And like l- skipping Lent for so many yeah. years. Okay, okay. And we were like, oh. I'm really high. How long is Lent? Yeah. I know. <laughs> okay, I'm good. Okay, so, anyways, so 40, 40 days. 40 days, okay. So, so basically, this midwife lady says, hey, demon, I want supernatural powers. And then the demon's like, cool. Just don't eat meat for 40 days, and you'll get the powers. But if Mm. you eat meat within these 40 days, I'm going to curse you to be a blood-sucking demon. Just like me, maybe. Or maybe it was a regular demon. I'm going to curse you to be a blood-sucking demon. And the girl's like, okay, no sweat. I won't eat meat for 40 days. Okay. Well, she's weak, and she, for some insane reason, decides to eat meat, and thus becomes cursed. Here's the chicken nuggets. (laughs) Yes, you're right about that. Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets turned me from a lifelong vegetarian (laughs) into eating only Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets. So I don't eat any other meat, but I will destroy some chicken nuggets. See? Some Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets. It was the chicken nuggets. So what happened to her? So then she became the blood-sucking demon? Yeah, then she becomes this blood-sucking demon and drinks everybody's blood. So that was the Malaysian Mm -hmm. lore. And, and that, that kind of was brought over to the Philippines and then was mixed with a little bit of Catholicism and okay. so on and so forth. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. It is still talked about today to okay. scare children okay. um, and to blame crimes on. So in some villages, and oh, actually, I wrote down where it is still very popular. So give me one second. Yeah. Here. So it is still popular in, and I don't speak this language, so mm. I don't know if I'm saying these right, so I'm sorry in advance. Mm. 
uh, but they are popular in Luzon, Mindanao, and a Visayan province that's called Capiz. And in Capiz, actually, the uh, Tagalog word for this Aswang, mm. like what it's known as in that area, is the Mandarugo. That's a lot more horrifying so, than the Aswang. Right. Mandarugo. Mandarugo. But yeah, so that's the Aswang. I could talk much further into it. There's like a bunch of different aspects of it. Maybe I'll go over it more in depth some other time. But yeah, it scares the crap out of me for some reason. <laughs> that's, it is really terrifying. I don't think I'd want to come into contact with it. The, it's the, the long tongue. Yeah. And I bet it's like I a lizard tongue, get... so it's got the split. I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's like a straw. Uh, ew. Like, okay. I have, I've seen it been described Gross. as proboscis. Mm-hmm. It's just really makes my skin crawl. <laughs> but that was yeah. a very interesting... I didn't know anything about the Aswang. Yeah. Uh, thank you for bringing me to light. And freaky, freaky guy. Yeah. <laughs> freaky dicky. Yeah. I like that he became, he became a cat. Or a wolf. Yeah, that's pretty or interesting. A human-sized bird. Yeah, not a fan of that one. I don't. Birds are one of the ones that kind of creep me out. Of all animals, there's not many that creep me out. I am a big animal lover in general. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about birds. They are cool from a distance. I don't want to get so close funny. To I love the heck out of birds. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd ever own a bird, but mm-hmm. I my first word was bird <laughs> as a human being. Bird was the word. Bird, 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 bird is, is the, the word. word. <laughs> I had a manager. This makes me so angry to this day. Oh, no. <laughs> that was convinced that a bird was a mammal. <laughs> and me and him, and he was my superior, and me and him were arguing about the fact that a bird was not a mammal. A bird is a bird. A bird is a bird. And he's like, no, a bird is a mammal. A and fowl. Said, a fowl, whatever, yeah. I think it's I think it's just bird, but it's not a mammal. <laughs> but we literally argued about this, and he was my superior, and he did not believe me. That's hilarious. And to this day, it hurts me so badly. So badly. Avians. Oh, yeah. They are avians. A bird is an avian. Love that. Not a mammal. Yeah. But to this day, it makes my heart hurt because he thought, and he was my boss. He was the one writing my paycheck. And he was trying to tell me that a bird was a mammal. Why would you... Yeah, how would you even think that? Because mammals know. are breastfed, right? <laughs> mammal... There's a lot of different things about mammals. Like live birth. Live birth are a thing. Um, they're covered in fur. Live birth are a thing? <laughs> yeah, live birth is something that happens with mammals. Uh, you have hair all over your body. Are Every dolphins mammals. mammals? Mm-hmm. They have hair all over their body. Dolphins have hair all over their bodies? Yeah. Oh, hairs. Dolphins are spooky. They scare the shit out of spooky. me. Spooky. <laughs> I don't love dolphins. They're spooky. I yeah. loved, I like, I like dolphins. Where I lived in Savannah, like the beach where I lived in Savannah, you could mm. go out there and see dolphins. They would just hang out. Yeah. By the beach. And like, you know, that jump out of the water. So cool. I also saw a stingray jump out of the water. Speak the back beach. to stingrays. <laughs> Goes back to stingrays. Oh my god, that's cool. Yeah, that was a cool moment because I was like, "Who else saw that?" I immediately went like looking around, and I made eye contact with a bunch of strangers, and we were all like, "Oh my gosh, that's really cool." <laughs> it was neat. I have been up to Washington several times, Very and cool. one time, several times actually, when I went up there, we drove up to Forks. Mm-hmm. Of course, because I hope you know, not. Twilight. Yeah. I. Can't deny the Twilight Twilight fandom. Oh, absolutely! Like I can't deny absolutely. it. Um, but I went up there a couple times, and we also went up to La Push. Um, <gasps> it's La Push, La Push baby. <laughs> um, and both times when I went, not only was there like signs for whales, <gasps> I did not see any, but oh. you would see these little heads pop up, and it was seal heads. Oh my god! And it just had like a little lump, and you just see them like yes. out. It was. So cool. Yes. But I got to go there each twice. Nice. So that was fun. That's awesome. Yeah. The craziest thing I've ever seen in mm. the wild, and this is, I think, going to blow your mind a little bit because okay. it blew my mind because okay. I didn't expect it to happen. Okay. In New Zealand. Oh, shit. Uh, they got weird animals, so I'm already 
there are like penguins that hang out yeah on the coast shut up so like actual penguins and i'm like walking around with my friends one day we're like down by the water and they're upon the rocks what is it but a group of penguins and i was like what is going on here? I had no idea that penguins... I mean, maybe this is just a, a gap in my own education, but I did not realize that penguins were not only in cold, 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 cold places. No, yeah, they do hang out, um, but that's like... I know it's like a different kind. There's certain kind of penguins that hang out there. Right. But I think that is so amazing. Little, and I'm I mean, super... little bowling pin sized yeah. penguins. Yeah. Oh, that is the best thing. And real quick, a group of penguins, they're called a waddle. <gasps> so you saw a waddle of penguins. I saw a waddle of penguins. I'm so jealous. I love penguins. Did yes. you get closer to them? Like... I, I, we couldn't get super close to them, mm. but I mean, they were like just chilling. Have you seen the <laughs> island of pigs? Of, no. Like the wild pigs. No. Like you can go to this island and there's a bunch of pigs that like go in the water. And oh my gosh. Where is that? I have no. That's why I'm asking <laughs> you. The island of pigs. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that would They're be just really like fun. wild pigs. And it's like an ocean. Pigs are pretty adorable. It's in the Bahamas. Oh, nice. Of course, it's in the Bahamas. <laughs> yeah. I really like pigs. Do you know what the quokka is? Oh my gosh, the little smiling guy. Yeah. Yes. He's my freaking favorite animal of all time. Anyways. So oh yeah, yeah. Lots of, lots of crazy animals. <laughs> hey, now that we're at the end of the episode, it is time for the... The Edible Epilogue. All right. So, how are we feeling? <sighs> all right. So, here's the... Here's the Sitch, sister. <laughs> um, in between your segment and mine, as you well know, we had to take a break because I thought I was going to die. <laughs> so that was awful. And I cannot, I think I even said earlier that I couldn't imagine how you did the, the last time thing. we did it from yes. eating that whole thing. I seriously, y'all, I had like, I don't know, maybe a th- third or like half of a half. Yeah, so a quarter. A qu- oh. <laughs> See, I'm still... It's been like six hours. I'm, st- I'm still... We had, to, we had to take a nap. Yeah, I had to literally stop everything and take a nap and have just a, a, a moment. <laughs> You know what? That's right. Several moments. And how long did I sleep for? I slept for like an hour and a half. Yeah. And that's all right. Yeah. I was reading. It was okay. Yeah. I was just chilling. And then we got finished up here and we did it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm definitely never going to eat that ever again. This one was strong. I, yeah, that was not fun. <laughs> I, um, I'm not saying that I didn't, you know what? I'm going to say I didn't. I don't love this one. This one, I think, over time, I've tried it a few times, it's no longer on the high part of my list. Uh-uh. It is a lot. It is very strong. If you just had the idea of getting crunk, <laughs> if you will, do you remember that term? Crunk. <laughs> I think the new age term is crossfaded. Cr- no, then, crossfaded is when you're drinking and smoking. That's what crunk is. So what would it, what would taking an edible have to do with being crossfaded? Taking edibles just being high. It's like okay, let me rephrase. If your end goal is just to be the highest that you ever want to be, go ahead. The highest just... that you ever don't want to be. <laughs> Actually, it's more accurate. Yeah, these are a lot. Yeah. So uh, this, still... it's it's the like please don't ask me any questions. Yeah. Don't even look in my direction. <laughs> I'm still going to give this a solid three and a half out of five puffs for That's me. That's fair. What about for you? I, I I would probably say that if I... I wish I had just taken like a bite. Yeah. Uh, but I will not even be trying that in the future because <laughs> yeah. I don't ever want to feel like that again. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would do these again. Um, 
I have a little bit of a higher tolerance because I smoke yeah. a lot more. Yeah. But uh, I think they're okay. Yeah. I think three and a half. I'd say it's a one out of five for me. <laughs> well, even after the nap, the nap wasn't a good nap. It uh, That was a really good nap. And I was so comfortable. Mm-hmm. So comfortable. See? So I guess. But I tell you what, though. The way I was feeling wasn't worth it. Like, okay. I can get a really good nap, you know, after being outside for a couple hours. Yeah. And I don't feel like I'm going to expire. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> well, either way, uh, even though it's a one out of five puffs, right. it's still only puff puff pass. Yes, it is. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at stirthepot underscore pod. That is stirthepot underscore pod. And remember, keep your stingray tails close, but not attached. (laughs) And stay dangerous.